All right, today we're talking top five NBA players ever, but not including Michael Jordan or LeBron James because they're they're already I mean pretty widely regarded as the top two. Pretty yep. there's not a ton of debate there. So to make it a little more interesting, we decided to do the next top five. So three yeah. through seven. I like it. I mean, at at the end of the day, at this point, if you're you don't have LeBron and MJ in your top two. You just don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, there's there's no need to waste our time. I'm interested to see how you rank your list. Actually, that's something that I forgot to bring up in before we started recording. It's gonna be interesting to see how it like. Is it based on skill? Is it based on legacy? Is it based on era? Like, there's a there's different things here that come into play. Um, because we didn't, we didn't specify when we were talking about it, we didn't specify like the top five best players or the top five, like, you know, greatest, like we just said top five. So (laughs) there could be some interpretation differences. So let's see, let's see. Uh, we're going to go one to five. Do you want to start or do you want me to go with my number, number three, but the top player on this list? Uh, I can start. I can start. All right. So. I've gone back and forth with this one, whether this is like easily number three all time for me, number one here, or if it's close. Um, but I have Kobe. I know. Whoa. So this is, I know a lot of people that will kind of act like Kobe is in that upper echelon where it's like the top three is LeBron, MJ, Kobe, and then nobody else is close. Um, I think, I think there's a lot of bias with, unfortunately, the fact that he's no longer alive, that people, the way he's sort of remembered as like a legend of old now almost mm-hmm. adds to his hype. But um, there's a few reasons that I have him at three. A, number one is the five rings, right? Okay. Like he's just a perennial winner, two finals MVPs, uh, pretty widely regarded as one of the best scorers ever. He has a career points per game of 25 and then if you get rid of the first season he has where he's 18 years old or he averaged seven, and then the last one where he, you know, really the last couple years where he was dealing with injuries and he was just old, he had kind of lost his step. Um, so if you look at like from ages like 19 to call it like 34, his points per game is going to be up a lot from 25. So he's obviously an all-time great scorer. Mm-hmm. He also is right up there with the best of them defensively. He's tied for the most first team, all defensive teams ever. And then he's second all time with total. So he has nine first team, 12 total, uh, all defensive teams. So that's the thing that really sets it apart for me is every team that he was on, he was the number one option on offense. And he was also the number one option on defense. Um, I, I even, guess even early, with Shaq, you think? I was going to say early, early in his career, maybe not the number one op, uh, option offensively, but um when people talk about him like we in basketball especially more than i mean i mean it's unique in the fact that every player is equally responsible for offense and defense um mm-hmm. right like there's other sports where you're theoretically playing both offense and defense but not every position is legitimately like equal weight on both right like right you have a defenseman in hockey like they can still score um and they still are involved in the offensive game, but it's not like you need to be a great offensive player, right? Like 
Um, mm-hmm. Your job mainly is to be a defensive player um, or by like lots of sports. Um, so Colby was the best defender on every team he's playing on. One of the best defenders ever, along with the fact that he was so dominant offensively as a scorer. And then he also just has that will to win. It seems like, which is really hard to measure. So I don't always love it is, yeah. bringing it in, but his clutch factor. I mean, if you, you could watch a highlight reel of the insane shots he's made in the clutch over and over. He has some of the greatest single game performances ever. I mean, his 81 points against Toronto is ridiculous. Is that the highest I was going to bring up? Is that the highest since Wilt? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and then a, didn't he have a free throw consecutive free throw record at some point. Yeah. Something like that. I, I forget don't know how if someone broke it, but yeah, um, it was, it was around that time. I remember the 81 yeah. point game was in the midst of that free throw record. Um, I mean, he has some of the craziest like months ever. Like he has eight game stretches where he's averaging like well over 40, like crazy stuff. Um, and then when you just look at the way he can impact winning, when I watched, so recently I watched the documentary on the Redeem team, which is the 2008 Olympic team for oh, USA. That's out. I got to watch that. You got to watch it. But it's yeah, the Redeem team because the U.S. lost in 2004, mm-hmm. which they hadn't ever done once NBA players were playing in the Olympics. And based Are we on talking the, scale, the Pau Gasol thing? What? Are we talking so about the Pau Gasol clip? One. But A, just the the fact like the U.S. shouldn't have ever lost. But everyone right. talks about the impact Kobe had when he came into that team of like changing the culture changing the work ethic of like everyone on the team, but then also the fact that he wasn't, it's not like he came in and was just like, I'm going to be the number one offensive option. He came in and was like, I'm going to play defense harder than anybody. I won't even shoot and practice at first. I'm just going to be guarding the best player. I'm going to be hustling harder than everyone on defense. He just set like a culture of winning Mm -hmm. that few players ever, maybe only Michael Jordan other than him have done. And so all those things combined, I just don't know that there's more than two players that are better than him. That if you're crafting a team um, and you're starting with a guy when he's young, like you want to win championships. Right. I think Kobe's the third guy you take. He's on my list. Do you want me to – should I reveal the number right now? You, you can, yeah. Wait. Later? I, have him, I have him as the fourth person on this list. Um, okay. I didn't. I honestly thought that was maybe going to be controversial. I didn't know that he was. I don't know. I feel like some people don't have him ranked, yeah, super highly in terms of just like pure talent and stuff. But it is a lot of like when you think about guys that you want taking a shot at the end of the game, he is right at the top of that list. Right. You know, there's a few guys that you could go back and forth, but he is right up there. Yeah. Um, you mentioned. I mean, tragically has passed away. Um. And potentially, you know, maybe is overvalued as crazy as that sounds by some people because of that. And there's the great um, quote about someone like Eminem, where it's like the worst thing that Eminem ever did was lived because like for his legacy, you know, because if people, you know, their legacy ends too soon, it almost gets amplified. Right, Um, right. And that's maybe something that's happening with Kobe, but he has the numbers to back it up for sure. And like you're right. saying, mentality wise, um, I, I mean, I don't obviously I'm not a huge basketball expert, but something I can offer here is that I saw um, I don't remember if it was a video or if I saw this person in person, but someone who coached 
uh, I believe the U.S. Olympic team and um, Kobe specifically on mentality, mm -hmm. saying like he's by far the most impressive mental athlete that he's ever worked with. There was right. uh, a clip of Kobe when he was a young, young player. Um, I believe at the end of a game, taking um, big shots and it's like air ball, air ball, yep, air yep. ball. And then I don't remember if it's the same game or a, a game soon after, but he just keeps, he, he, you know, a lot of players, you know, would pass that ball up the next time right. because they lose confidence. But the mental strength of Kobe to then keep taking a shot, I think he eventually nails a huge shot right. um, either in that game or soon after. It, it's just, it's just incredible. Um, great, great play. And someone who I, who I hated watching as, you know, I was a bigger yeah, Celtics fan to. when I was younger, certainly than I am yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but after his career, there's absolutely no denying just the talent and the impact this guy had. And one thing I also was going to mention, um, to in case in case having him on this list was going to be controversial, which uh, I wasn't sure if it was not. going to be. Yeah. Um, but the legacy that he's left in terms of how many guys in the league right now would name him as the guy that they looked up to. Yes. More even more so than a guy like LeBron or oh yeah. Any of the like think about how many guys Kobe oh, is yeah. the the guy that they wanted to be. And it's so crazy. I mean that 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 is another almost immeasurable aspect of of his uh his legacy. Yeah. His like impact on the current generation of basketball mm -hmm. players is like is unmatched really yeah but um, also potentially say, the only guy i don't know if this is a fact or not but potentially the only guy to have an academy award listed on his basketball reference page <laughs> it might be I, I, you're probably not wrong actually a good short film too i remember watching yeah. the one he won is it's a good short film um yeah, surprise yeah. he only won one mvp yeah the MVP, mvps are always tough because it just Sometimes it just kind of the MVP award is really just who yeah. had the most impressive statistical season at this point. I personally don't um, put a ton of weight on it for the NBA mm -mm. Uh, compared to other leagues MVP awards. Um, so not really yeah. a, a detracting factor when right. I was looking like, at it, but it just was like, like a, oh, I, I kind of figured he'd have yeah. more. Right. Like Steve Nash has two. So that's kind of all, all you need to know of like that award is just kind of yeah, like realistically LeBron should have like 10 Kobe should have had more Shaq should yeah. have more like there's a lot of guys that just that's not a great metric at this point because of the way people win them but you can yeah. talk about why you have them below the guys you have ahead of them but who you have one uh, I have Kareem as one okay. I mean all time scoring leader I mean just one of the most iconic players. And again, mm -hmm. another legacy thing, right? Like everyone knows the sky hook. Um, he's a very, you know, identifiable person, partially because he's huge, sure. but also just kind of like the look he had while he was playing yeah. uh, six time champ. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just one of the all time greats. Yeah. I, I don't want to bore people with too many statistics because I don't, you know, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but That's Kareem okay. is, is one of the guys I feel like. Um, mm -hmm. And, he he's one of the guys where 
Uh, we were talking last night, and you were saying, like, MJ and LeBron are one and two, no questions asked. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I would listen to someone if there, you know, there's a few people I would listen if they mm-hmm. were like, oh, this guy's number two. I think Kareem would be one of those people. Like, I think someone who is more educated on basketball than I am could make a decent enough case to put Kareem to with some of the accolades that he had. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's certainly an all-time great. Yeah. I mean, his like the sky hook, he like the fact that there's a signature shot or move that is completely attributed to one person is I mean, it's iconic, yeah. right? Right. Um, and he dominated the league in the 70s, 80s. Um all-time great player for sure. With some with some great like great teams also oh, you yeah. know, competing with him, you know. Yeah, um yeah. there's I mean, some the, people those... who you know, people will say, oh, c- certain players did not play in an era where there's a lot of competition. Kareem played with competition and still had a very successful career. Yeah. To he, the extent that there's the competitions now, maybe not, but yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. like he played against college kids his whole career. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Um I mean I mean he played he was in the midst of those the Lakers Celtics rivalry. Um, you know, they're number of great teams in the 80s as well sort of like the 80s was like the revival of the nba because it was really dying in the 70s but he he is a great player for sure also two fantastic names one of those guys that switched his name at one point kareem abdul jabbar is a great name but also no doubt ferdinand lewis alcindor jr what a name (laughs) unbelievable yeah Yeah. does he make your list I'm curious. No, he didn't. He didn't. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. So I feel like that's so, kind of a hot take from you. Probably. First of all, the whole all-time leading score. Uh-huh. I don't think there's a stat that I care less about in sports. <laughs> it just is and like here's why. The amount of points that are scored mm-hmm. by NBA players is crazy, right? So right. if you play one year dip more than somebody you're going to score a lot more points than them if your points per game average is similar. Yep. Right? So if you spread that out over a full career, it your total points cannot really reflect how good of a score you are, in my opinion. So Kareem, for to example. To an extent, though. Okay, I mean, okay, let, you're so not going to become the all-time scorer by scoring, like, 10 points a game. No, of course, of course. But, let's like, Kareem is not a top-five scorer of all time, my like, in my opinion, and okay. I would argue it's, like, pretty definitive. Um, he, like, he was a good score. He averaged mm-hmm. 24 a game for his career. Yeah. But, like, he averaged 24 a game. Look, Michael Jordan averaged 30 a game for his career, and he right. scored less total points than Kareem, right? Like, Michael Jordan's a better scorer than him. Kevin Durant is a better scorer. Kobe, Iverson, mm-hmm. LeBron is a better scorer than him. Um, so, to me, that stat is just, like – it reflects that he's obviously an all-time great player for sure. Right. But it's not like it he's not the best scorer of all time. He's not in the top few. Like that points per game is way more important to me than total points scored. Um Okay. And that's but, the- but but counterpoint to do, you know, 24 points per game for like when you're doing that over 20 years or whatever it was that he did. You sure, know, but I being able real- to play that long and have that—that's a solid average, right? You know? But he could have also had a good prime 
and then I forget his numbers, but I think his last five, seven, eight Thanks years, he's just averaging in the teens, but he's just playing so long. Um, he's uh, he, like the last three years he dropped off, but he was going up until so probably 17 years of 20 plus points per game. Okay. So great. He's great. He's great. Yeah. Um, this like he's he would be in my top ten players for sure. Like he's probably, if we made added this list, added one person, he's on my list. Really, okay. Um, but I just don't. I think all the players I have on my list. I think if you really just look it down, I think they are better basketball players than he was. Um, fair, and that might be it. You know, that's probably a difference. Um, in how we curated both yeah. of our lists. Um, I will. I will say he's a player. I've watched a lot of basketball, whether it's highlights or a lot of like full NBA games. So mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of players that played before I was alive and I've like, like really seen them play. So I have a good sense of their game. Not as much as if I actually was watching right, it right. live. Right. Um, but Cream's one I haven't watched as much. So I could be wrong, but I, based on what I see, I don't have them up there. Yeah. And, and we, and, you know, this is a list that we mentioned, like there's a lot more disparity in yeah, this list sure. you could mix sure. around depending on how you think about these players you can mix them around a lot so yeah. who is your uh second player that right. you have on this list so, so fourth so, all time yeah second and three on this list for me um are really tough they're both okay. super close when i go back and forth um my second is larry bird whoa i have him later on my list that's okay I so, thought, oh that's another one i thought i was going to be controversial for even having him on yeah. the list at and all it, it might be considered controversial that i have him this high but um larry bird when i look at him is like the ideal basketball player so you're going very purely based on on talent and like skill like Ability, well, it seems like. I mean, no, winning also matters. But, right, but um, but it seems like, as opposed to, uh, I don't know, longevity numbers like that. Kind of, you're going very like the eye test is big here. Yes, yes, the yeah. the eye test, and then they're also like their production, their winning, mm-hmm. the um, it factor, if you want to call it that, because Larry Bird's yeah. another one that was just clutch. Like people talk about the way people talk about playing against. Larry Bird was all like, no, like he was insane. He was unstoppable. He was just cold blooded. Like there was nothing you could do to stop him. One of the most Um, iconic stories, like folk stories in history with the three point contest. The list goes on. I mean, the three point contest walking in saying who's going to finish second. The playing a game left handed. Okay. That's the thing. He's getting bored. (laughs) So he just shoots lefty. Um, was it the, another one? He was was it Byron Scott? Maybe it's like tie game late against the Lakers. Timeout. They draw up a play for a game winning player. Walks over. He's like, "Hey, just so you know, um, this guy's gonna come up, set a screen here for me at the top of the key. I'm gonna run around the screen, catch the ball right there, and then I'm gonna turn and shoot it in your face and win the game." And then like, like he told him to play, and then he did it. Like stuff like that. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and he. He just played the game so beautifully. Like his highlight tape might be my favorite to watch, just in that his passing was phenomenal. He was a great rebounder. He could shoot the ball. He could score in all phases of the game. Like, and he wasn't super athletic. There's just something about it. It's like, it's just beautiful basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just some numbers to go with him. So obviously he's an he's averaged 24 a game for his career, um, 10 rebounds a game for his career as a three, which is really impressive, right? Like his job wasn't rebounding, but he was still a great rebounder. And then his just shooting ability and his efficiency, especially at this at his day and age, right? Like the three-point line was invented around when he like started playing basketball at the high level. Um, and he's almost a 50, 40, 90 shooter for his career. So that's 50% field goal, 40% from the three-point line, 90% from the free throw line is sort of that's like the elite like shooting measurables. Those there's not many people that have done that in a single season. And he was pretty close. He's off by just a couple percent in each category from being a 50, mm-hmm. 40, 90 shooter where his efficiency, his range was incredible. He's also a three-time all-defensive um, team player. There were three years he made the all-defensive list. And then, of course, he was a winner. He's on some of the best teams ever in which he was sort of the centerpiece of those teams. So I just the way he played the game was incredible. The will to win, again, the clutch factor. People talk about him as being you know, one of the clutchest players ever. So I have him up there, two on this list, fourth all time. He's just unbelievable. Interesting. I have him as my fifth player, okay. so seventh all time. Um, I was surprised to see that he was only three-time champ, but uh, unfortunately he's a guy that similar – and this is a very um, interesting comparison that I have never dove into a lot, but I think is – I wonder if there are people that have really dove into this. Very interesting that, you know, you have Larry Bird and you have Bobby Orr, both Boston legends who Mm. are some of the best players to have ever Mm. played their sport, but had their career cut short because of unfortunate injuries that just kind of debilitated. Both of them also came back from the injuries, but just Mm. were not the same and ended up having to retire. Um, I, I was reading about uh, Bird's injury and, and that, you know, he did it uh, paving his mother's driveway. Um, some of the, I mean, just stories about the, about Bird are, are awesome. I, my grandfather was a huge uh, Larry Bird fan. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, he was a big basketball fan at the time when Larry Bird was, was in his prime. And he's yeah. basically told me, like, Larry Bird was was the guy, similar to how we were saying, like, you know, every player now dreamed of being Kobe or whatever. It was like if you asked anyone who didn't hate the Boston Celtics at that time, like who's your favorite player, it, it was Larry Bird. Like he yeah. was just the guy. And then yeah. there's, I mean, he's told me stories about how you could drive through uh, Boston or uh, I, I don't actually know if it was in Boston, but a, a town near Boston for sure um, on like a Sunday afternoon and Larry Bird would just be out mowing his lawn. Like yeah, in the front, just, like he was just a, such a normal dude that was just really, right. really good at basketball. Yeah. Um, the only reason I had him lower was just because he didn't have quite the career like that some of these guys had in terms of longevity and, but like not his fault, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. but just had to put him a little lower. I also wasn't super, I honestly thought about putting him higher, but I just wasn't confident enough. Yeah to do that i thought maybe yeah. I, I might be biased well, as someone that grew up in massachusetts yeah that's all right I, but yeah i can't really get that bias because i'm not a celtics fan even though i grew up right here, so it's you know. so honestly that's I, i'm glad to hear you have them high there, there I, 
interesting that your first two players are my last two players. Yeah, I know. Funny. So who do you, Funny how who that do you have second? I have Magic Johnson. Okay. Um, this is another one, like, I would love to have him lower on my list because he was a Lakers player, but it's just so hard to find, like, negatives with him. Yeah, it is. Um, Like, one of the most revolutionary players, I think, mm. is probably not a hot take to say. It's, you mm. know, a 6'9 point guard, right? Like, I, I remember right. hearing that the first time and not believing it at all. Because yeah. I'm like, that's Cause... that can't be true. I knew he was a point guard. Someone said, oh, he's 6'9". Right. I'm like, no, that's not true because he was a point guard. Right. Like, no, he, he was 6'9". He was, yeah. Um, no one had ever been that size playing point guard. Yeah. And it was a long time after him before we've had anyone else that did it. Like, right. we've got a we've got a handful of guys now that, you know, yeah. LeBron is more or less point guard. Ben Simmons, right, 6'10". Right. Even Luka. Big, Very big playing yeah. point guard, but nobody was handling the ball, running an offense at six nine. Yeah, at that time. Like and you mentioned highlights with with Bird. Like watching Magic Johnson highlights oh, yeah. are awesome. The way oh, that yeah. he moved the ball, the way that that team played, um, the Hollywood Lakers, the Showtime Lakers. Like it was just it was just awesome to watch some of those highlights and you know. Magic and Bird, one of the best rivalries ever. Maybe, maybe the Probably best the individual best. rivalry. Um, yeah. I mean, and, you think about it. Basically, they won eight championships between the two of them in yeah. a span of like ten years. Yeah, where it's like it was just back and forth between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even going back into college too. Yeah, I, I, they yeah. played. I think they played the national championship, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Michigan so, State and Indiana. One of the one of the great rivalries in all of sports honestly uh your individual mm-hmm. rivalries um like i've said before not you know i don't have all the basketball intelligence here but magic johnson is just one, like he stands out even if you know nothing about basketball yeah yeah um he's actually third on my list and so okay. that's why i say i have the two of them close yeah i struggle to differentiate the two um the biggest thing in magic's favor is probably like he won more Mm-hmm. Um, but his ability to pass and the way, like he, the way they played the game, where it's just get the ball and go out and run in transition, play on the fast break. Magic's ability to lead the fast break as a six nine point guard, like he can run down the floor and score. Sort of a very right? modern like, style. Yes, that he could run. They the played thirty years prior. Yeah. But then you watch the way he passed the ball, the way he got teammates involved. Um, I mean, like, he, he could score the ball well. He did it efficiently. He averaged, like, 18 or 19 um, per game for his career, but he had seasons in the 20s. But then it just his assists were unreal. Um, and I think one of the c- coolest story to me about Magic was, I believe it's his rookie year, one of his early years, they're in the finals. And Kareem gets hurt. So Magic switches from playing point guard. He instead starts at center. And he scored like 40 from starting at center. Where it's just like, this guy, 6'9 point guard, can play any position. Right. It really felt like there was nothing that he couldn't do. Um, If he was playing now, his shooting would obviously be 
a little bit of a something held against him, but people weren't mm-hmm. shooting at the time. It was a different game. So, like, he he was such a dominant player. The only reason that I had LeBron, I'm, what am I saying, Larry Bird ahead of him was just the range of what Larry Bird can do, right? He was a phenomenal scorer. Um, he was a little bit of a better rebounder. Wasn't quite as good a passer, but Larry was still a great passer. Great passer. Super underrated That's, from what I've heard. Right. So it seems to me the stuff that Magic was better at, Larry was still great at. Some okay. of the things Larry was great at, Magic wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. Larry's a great shooter. Right. He was a phenomenal scorer. Magic wasn't on that level. And then also, Magic never made an all-defensive team, whereas Larry Bird made a few. So it seems he was a slightly better defender. So it's very close. So people have Magic ahead of Larry Bird, and it's, mm-hmm. there's an argument to be made. I just though, That's what kind of put Larry ahead of him for me yeah but, very very fair i didn't yeah. even realize i'm looking at magic's page right now he he's not as bad of a shooter as i thought he was based on what i heard and stuff like he was he yeah, was obviously no. not you know phenomenal or anything but he was all right you know yeah he wasn't yeah. uh you know ben simmons level no no <laughs> then again few have ever been yeah yeah man but yeah all right, so he's your three. Uh, my yeah. third one is probably the most controversial one in terms of uh, our discussion. Okay. I, I know that for a fact. Um, I don't know how controversial it is as a general basketball take, but I'm sure you'll you'll give me some pushback on this one. I have Bill Russell, and mm-hmm. I know I know all your arguments against it, but mm-hmm. um, I, I'm sure you know a lot of mine. But the guy is the greatest winner to ever play north american sports um i think that just because he played in an era that is deemed less competitive should not be held against him necessarily because not his fault he was born when he was it's not his fault he played like he still had to go out and win and he played against some good players like it's not like he played against you and me you know there were there were still some good players and none of them one like he did um maybe not maybe doesn't have the gaudiest numbers in terms of like offense and whatnot but um great defender a great winner also won i think two titles as a coach a player coach which is yeah he he had a weird role pretty cool pretty cool um something to be held accountable for um and yeah I, i just think that he gets disrespected a lot. I wanted to show him some love here. Um, I think he's he's one of the all-time greats. I mean, he's he's an all-time great. He's certainly a legend. You can't tell the story of basketball without talking about Bill Russell, right? He's one of those, if you wanted to boil it down to the smallest list you possibly could for, like, people that need to be mentioned when you talk about the history of the game, um, you, you like, there's no list you can make in which he's not on it. Right. So, um, he deserves that respect. And off, he also, no, he just passed away very recently. Um, it was pretty cool being at the first Celtics game of the year this year. They did a lot to honor him, um, which is just like well-deserved because his yeah. impact off the court also, uh, his work in the community fighting for human rights, things like that is just pretty incredible. Um, so I don't want to. I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm disrespecting him in any way. He's incredible, but at the he's end of the day, nowhere near your list. He's close. No, he's close. But <laughs> if you just look at like 
him as a basketball player, mm-hmm. I just don't think you can argue that he was better at basketball than the guys that I have on my list. Like, I, it, it's not his fault that he played against a bunch of scrubs and like five good players, mm-hmm. but like that is a reality. And like I've I've watched I've watched games that he played like start to finish pretty much. Um, I mean, it's just horrible. Like that that it yeah. is horrible basketball that they were playing back then. Do we and, think there's any? Do you think there's any argument that maybe Bill Russell was, you know, an elite elite basketball player, and he just didn't need to show it all the time? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But if that was the case, he's probably scoring like a hundred a game. Like, what do you mean he didn't? Need oh, to maybe show he didn't. Maybe he didn't want to. Yeah, you know, he's an entertainer. He's keeping yeah. it fresh for the fans. You know. Yeah, I think that's a lot of nonsense. Like he's an all-time great, right? Uh, great rebounder, great defensive player. I mean, his ability to protect the rim. Like, he would be a great player now, no mm-hmm. doubt. Um, but to me, if you look past the fact that he won 11 rings because he wasn't – there were, like, eight teams and only two of them were, like, any competition and they weren't even close to as good. And after that, like, what's the argument there? He's just – he's historic. He's a legend. But I just mm-hmm. don't think if you're looking at a basketball player, if I'm drafting a team, again – he's not in my top five, top seven picks. Like there's just been a solid number of players that I think are better than him mm-hmm. that will impact winning that improve your team more than him. He's not far from the list. Yeah. It's not like I'm choosing 50 players over him or even he's, he'd be in my top 10, but um, he's just not quite on my list here. I I almost did not put him on here, but um, I read some compelling arguments for his defensive ability. Sure, um, sure. That that allowed me to be somewhat confident in putting him on this list, and and I think there is something he said. Although, you know, there was not not as many good teams back then. Um, I've heard a great argument that you know he had to play the good teams more often. So there's that. Um, you know, there's there was less like you know, kind of easy wins or whatever. Like you're playing the same teams more often, so you played wilt a lot. And yeah. uh, the Celtics are the winningest team in M- in NBA history, mm-hmm. and he is the winningest player on that team. He's a, he's accounted for over half of the Celtics championships. So, oh yeah, I mean yeah, um, it, yeah. He's an he was an incredible winner, right? And he dominated his era. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. You take the four seed from every year post like I don't know 1990. And they will beat that Celtics team every time they play. So um maybe. I'm also a big believer that um if you were to take Bill Russell and and if he was born, I mean, when was he he was born 1934. So if he's born, you know, 30 years later, if he if he played 30 years sure. later, basically, I think he'd probably he, be better. I think he plays maybe not quite as dominant as he was then, but I think he's he is, you know, yeah. up there with the top top players in any Probably. era if you give him those resources. Yeah. Again, it's tough thing to debate. To this is where it gets tough with eras. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah. I knew that I, really, I knew I really, there was gonna be I mean we've talked yeah. about it before. So yeah. Um, and I, I, I really try not I try not to compare eras too much because it just gets too hard. The game's so yeah. different. But it's just like when you watch the sixties, it's just too like blatant where it's just like mm-hmm. this is not the same game like if you watch there's probably like 
every D3 basketball team in the country right now is probably like better than a lot of those teams at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's just Which ultimately for the health of the sport you want, you know, you want, yes, you want no. the sport to be good over overall. Right. Um, so he's an all time yeah. great, but just, yeah, totally get the argument. But um, yeah. again, another one that it's just a difference in, in how we thought of this list. Yeah. Who, yeah. so who do you have? We know my four and five. Yeah. Um, we don't have to so, touch on them too, too much. We can maybe yeah. give a couple of things, but who yeah. is your four? My four is Shaq. Mm. Um, I mean, it's constantly, he is described as the most dominant basketball player ever. Yeah. Um, it, it It is terrifying the things that he would do on a basketball court where he just physically was an absolute monster. Like there's just nobody that could handle his size, his strength, his explosiveness. Like there's highlights from early in his career where he's taking the ball and he's running up the floor and then and dunking on people the highlights where he just catches it down low and there's a seven footer guard in them. And he just one dribble turns and just destroys the rim dunks on him. Mm. It's crazy what he could do. And he, the uh, scoring output that he had, obviously a four time champion, three time finals MVP. He's just sort of a freak. Like we have never seen in basketball and his just pure dominance physically is so unmatched. The only other person that, is physically dominated the game even remotely similarly to him is Giannis now um and a very different different way right where Giannis is a lot yeah. more mobile Giannis is a lot of euro step in the basket whatever but just like scoring in the paint um physically there's no way to stop him what Shaq could do is just insane and so I feel like he has to be on this list for me the way he just impacts a game, the way he completely, like a defense, they're just so focused as we have to find a way to sh- slow Shaq down. It like you would just be consumed by this one guy, is crazy. So he's, that's yeah. why he's on my list. Made the finals with three different teams, won it with two. Um, pretty interesting. Like when you look at his career, just how many different teams a guy of this caliber played for yeah and um it's always fun like in any sport it's always funny when you get these kind of guys you i I think we forget at least i will forget like how long he played with the magic and lakers right like he played the majority of the 90s um Mm -hmm. so then by the mid to late 2000s when he's playing for a different team like every year that's really the end of his career right like Him on the Celtics, on the Cavs, on the Suns, that wasn't this dominant basketball player, right? It was the Magic and Lakers were his, that stretch of years, his prime, where he was just unbelievable. And then he was still very good with the Heat as well. Mm -hmm. Um, After that is where it's sort of, he's not the same guy. But an all time great human, too. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of we were, I mean, we're talking about like Larry Bird stories, like whatever, on a lot of the on the court stuff, but like a lot of Shaq's best stories are off the court stuff. Like, you know, he, he was in a jewelry store and someone was having trouble paying for an engagement ring and he just went over and like bought the ring and yeah. paid that off for that guy. Like, just so leaving, many stories leaving like insane that. tips at restaurants and stuff. Like, just, just a awesome awesome human being and a guy that like just gets 
what it means to be a good person. <laughs> yeah, he's he's incredible, and he's also like great on TV. Like the yeah, he's hilarious. The list of things that's great about this guy is long, but yeah. um, that's why he's at four. Yeah. What what Very made fair. what put Kobe just below the guys you had above him for you? Um. Again, sort of similar to why I had Bird so low was I just wasn't super confident in putting him higher. I didn't really have a good case to be made, in my opinion. Um, I feel like he sort of is at a disadvantage in the sense that he played, you know, during MJ's time and then also played during – like he's played – against two of the best players to ever play. Like, he kind of is almost overshadowed by them. Obviously not overshadowed because we all know who Kobe Bryant is. But yeah. um, in the sense of, like, he never really got his time to shine. Um, yeah. I don't know that he was necessarily ever, like, the very, very best player. I mean, he barely could have been. I just didn't, wasn't yeah. able to say there, that there, with confidence. I think he is, but there's there's a there's a small yeah very small window years because he Um, sort of had his window where Shaq had left and he was starting to dominate those mid 2000s mm -hmm. um and then late 2000s LeBron LeBron was in there and there was a handful of years where like the conversation was who's better right like 2009 is still a shame that the magic made the final so we couldn't get that LeBron Kobe matchup which would have been historic Mm -hmm. but um there's not many years where he was the undisputed best, right? Like right. Jordan had a decade where at least where there's no question he's the best player. Mm-hmm. There's no one doubting it. LeBron has had a decade, right? The 2010s where nobody who knows what they're talking about is saying there's someone better than LeBron at right. basketball at this time. Right. Um, Kobe didn't have that long stretch. Right. For sure. And that's, that's partially why I put someone like, um, Bill Russell ahead of him because you know he had that era where he just dominated yeah. um on the league. And uh well, I mean, one thing I did want to say in, in defense of Kobe that I forgot to mention earlier, similar to the stat that you'll see about Tom Brady, where uh he's had two Hall of Fame careers with you know mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. first dynasty, the second dynasty. I mean, when you when they were deciding what number to retire, mm-hmm. and obviously they ended up doing both, but when you look at those stats, that's pretty incredible. Um, oh yeah, it's obviously not the same kind of thing as like Brady, where it's two distinct ages, but it is right. a cool kind of like separation. Like he's had, you have yeah. a point in his career where you can separate it into two distinct, very right. valid Hall of Fame careers. Yeah. Um. So that was going to be a point that I was going to use to defend him if it turned out to be a hot take. Yeah, but um, it's not. Well, yeah. So who's your uh, who's your number four? Number five. No, uh, number five or five for you. Yeah, yes, five, five for me. Maybe the hottest take I'll have. All right, know you're gonna find many lists. Tim Duncan is number. Okay, five. yeah, he was on my so, short list because I saw him on. He, I saw him around the top five on a lot of people, like a lot of yes. lists that I looked up. Um, yeah. so yeah, so, speak about him. I think he's a wildly underrated player. A just because he he nothing he did was flashy, right? Yeah. Um, and he was not a big personality. Like he's the guy he'll show up as, you know, the best, one of the best players in the NBA. And he's wearing a pair of jeans and a shirt that you could get at like target basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
he just didn't want the spotlight. He was super humble. He was quiet. Um, all these things that just, he's not going to get the hype. But when you look at what he was able to do throughout his career, right, where he came into the league and as a rookie, just dominated right away, right? He was the number one overall pick, won the rookie of the year, averaged 21 a game, um, almost 12 rebounds and two and a half blocks a game as a rookie. Like, it was just crazy. He was an all-star in his first year in the league. His ability to win, he won five rings, three finals MVPs. Very spread out of, as well. Right. I was going to say he was a part of the um, longest dynasty, so to speak, where the Spurs from his like rookie year up until he retired, they were a phenomenal team every year. Like I've, the streak of years where they won at least 50 games, I'm pretty sure is the longest um, ever. I could be wrong, but he, and he was the centerpiece of those teams all the way through towards the end of his career. The last few years, he wasn't a great player, right? Kawhi at that point was better than him. Mono and like Tony Parker are probably bigger players, but most, the vast majority of his career, he was the main piece. Um, just within one of the best teams ever orchestrated the way they just a bunch of selfless, humble guys that had no ego that just played the game the right way and won for years. But <laughs> the thing that's crazy about him, so he averaged 20, he averaged 19 a game for his career, 10 rebounds a game, all scoring efficiently. And then he also has the most all defensive team selections ever. He has eight first team and then seven second team where it's just on the defensive end, he was just as dominant the offensive end the whole way through. Um, it's just hard to argue with his all-around production, his impact on every facet of the game. And then the way he won, to me, it's like you got to just put him up there. He, he was so dominant in just an unappreciated way because it just – yeah, his highlight reels aren't going to wow you necessarily, right. right? He's not, he's not dunking on people like Shaq left and right. He's not running the floor passing like Magic. He's not shooting threes, but he's just playing the game the right way, and he's impacting every level at about as high a level as anyone ever has. Mm -hmm. So to me, he's got to be up on this list. Yeah, super. Maybe, maybe. You know, a very good claim to be the most underrated player in NBA history. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, just a solid, solid player. And a guy that definitely does not get enough credit, but um, was a fantastic, fantastic player. Well, no. So do you want to, should we do some honorable mention? Like, guys, I came very close. Or do you want to hear this Bleacher Report top 10? Uh, I kind of want to hear your reaction. I, I do want to hear the Bleach Report top 10. So okay. let's just do that. So number my honorable one, mentions are guys you put in there. Okay. I have a lot. I have a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, actually, maybe not that many. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's there's a number of people. I have a long close, list but... of people, but then I also took five of them from that list and they made my list. So it's not as, as yeah. long as, as I thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this Bleach Report list. Number one, Michael Jordan. Nothing okay. controversial there. Yep. They have Bill Russell number two all time. Oh my god! Oh, I knew you would hate that. Oh my god! Right, here's um, the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is also I, this is from. Keep in mind, this is from 2013. I want to say, so it's okay, a little bit okay. dated. 
but that makes that makes it better. That makes it better because at this point, LeBron wasn't necessarily number two all time in my opinion. right. But, but you would still probably have Russell below. A oh few yeah, few of the he, people I mean, that are coming up. Yeah, he's. he's I mean, we yeah. know you would because we've mentioned them. We just heard it. Yeah. Um, number three, Magic Johnson. Number okay. four, Kareem. Number five, Larry Bird. They have okay. LeBron down at number six. Yeah. Um, which I feel like is still somewhat controversial because he has only won two. He's won the two titles after this, but it's not like. It's not like he's won six titles and he'd only won one at this point. Yeah, he had won two, and that was the thing. Like he was widely considered the best player in the league at this point, yeah. and like historically, so the only knock on him for a long time was he didn't have the ring. He didn't win, but yeah. then he'd won two at this point. He was back to back MVP. He has four MVPs at this point. Like, yeah, come on now, he's better than. Yeah, he was, but it's fine. Keep going. Um, seven. They have Wilt. Who neither of us mentioned in our top five. Yeah. They have Tim Duncan at eight, Shaq yeah. all the way down at nine, and then ten they have Hakeem Olajuwon. Who Do you have Kobe on this list? No, they don't. I had Hakeem on my on my short list with like a question mark because yeah. he's someone that I feel like is a lot of fun to watch, but I don't know that he was like. I don't know if he's he was you know he's definitely not good to make my top five necessarily. Yeah. I would say. Um, Look, he. He's unbelievably good. Yeah. I, I would agree. He's not. He shouldn't be on that list. But he was unbelievably good. One of only three players ever to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. Yeah. We talk about that. Both sides of the ball dominance. I think maybe uh, the knock on him is that like he couldn't beat MJ. Right. They won but, the titles when he was gone, and I mean, no yeah. one, no one. No I mean, one people did. People beat MJ because he didn't win but every year the, he was in. Not in the nineties. Um, yeah. No one beat him then. But, yeah. you know, that is, I think, still, you know, you can't you can't bring up Hakeem without saying, like, you know, he couldn't get past the Bulls, right. really. Um, right, because, like, if you want to say he couldn't beat Michael, let's say you have him as the second best player in the 90s, that's still got to be up there, right? Like, yeah, most of the guys on that list didn't beat Michael just because a lot of them didn't even play him. Right. So, like, it's just, I, that's unfair. It's a huge knock. It's certainly something, but. He right. was really great. I would like he's not above Kobe. He's not that high on a list. I don't think he deserves it, but mm-hmm. was a great, great player. And I guess 2013, Kobe was still not done at this point either. So yeah, but maybe that's point, part of it. What, but Kobe didn't do that accomplish. much after this. I was gonna say that's yeah. around when he got hurt. It was probably a year after that where he tore his Achilles. So it, like Kobe yeah, had won the five know. rings. He had established like the yeah. fact that you don't have Kobe on that list is crazy. I know. I, I thought you'd have an interesting reaction to that one. Um, yeah. LeBron, look, the time it came out makes LeBron a little more okay. I still I mean, feel Bill, like he should Bill probably Russell be a little be. bit higher, though. Yes, I agree. I mean, he was like he was a he should have been ahead of Bill Russell at that time. Two um, two titles, two Finals MVPs, four regular season MVPs. Yeah. Um, Playing the yeah. game in a with in a way like no one had ever seen before, right? Where he was magic sized up up and down the floor as far as height and ability to pass and run the fast break, but he was uh a lot bigger and more powerful than magic. Yeah. And way more athletic. Um mm-hmm. so he's basically Magic Johnson if you 
take everything that Magic Johnson has that's good and then you just like go and improve like half of his weaknesses, right? Like where now he can score the ball at a much higher rate. He's yeah. athletic. He's strong. It's he's better defensively. It really, I I think it to me. I've said this. He's second all time, definitively below Michael to me. But he is far above whoever is third. Mm. But at that I'm, time, man, I would love if there was only some way to see prime LeBron versus prime Michael. I, I just think that would be such an interesting. Because oh, I really don't think it's as far as some people think, based on just the advancements in yeah. like athletics at this yeah. point. I, I, yeah, it's it's like it's not ridiculous to say LeBron is the best of all time to me. Like Talent I definitely wise, think I, say, I definitely yeah. think he's not, but um, especially to me, the thing that just sets him apart is if you just go watch the way he played in the playoffs with the Cavs those four years, his second stint. I certainly have never seen a basketball player that good. The way he mm-hmm. played, I've never seen anyone play at that level. Um, I wish I could have watched Mike live yeah. and see, because I think Mike was that good, but um, he's unbelievable. Yeah. And I, I would say I'm one of the biggest LeBron haters, but I will say a lot of my, uh, a lot of my arguments against LeBron are not to do with basketball talent. It's more like right. character and, and, uh, stuff like that yeah so yeah can't go yeah. from there hey. was there anyone else that you had considered that we haven't mentioned um considered ish is steph yeah me too so he would probably be like nine or ten on a list if i did a full top ten so just a couple mm-hmm. spots behind what's on here um i think he has a very very decent chance to right. be in like a top, even like a top five all time, depending on how the rest of his career goes. Yeah, well, he easily because he has finish. like his accolades right now combined with how he's changed the game and stuff. Right, like part of part of what when I would consider the top two with like MJ and LeBron is just like how they change the game. Sort of like I think mm-hmm. MJ mm-hmm. revolut like brought a whole new aspect to the game that. LeBron hasn't necessarily like I think LeBron is really really good at what he does like I think he's just better at doing things that other people can do sort of if that makes sense he does them at a higher level whereas MJ did stuff that no one else could do and I think Steph has a little bit of that where like you didn't see these like just you know catch and pop three-point guys as much before Steph. I mean Um, if 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 you look at the team statistics for like three point attempts by teams mm-hmm. up until the last five ish years maybe a little more than that now it's insane how the entire league has completely changed the way they play yeah and it's because of the warriors right, right. like clay thompson is phenomenal but at the end of the day it's what steph does and that's the so to me the biggest knock on steph was his individual performances early in his career, not early in his career, but when he started winning, the fact that he was never the best performer on a championship team in the Mm -hmm. playoffs was a huge knock to me, right? Um, Last year, what he did in the finals, 
is what to me like jumped him up there. Like that was an ins- incredible was, performance. He was unplayable. Right. It it was just like one of those performances where you're just watching it and it's like like this guy is the best player on the floor and there's no question about it. And if yeah. if he loses, it's going to be because the Celtics is a team were able to rally together and perform Right. Better than the Warriors as a team, well, even though Steph was doing everything he could. Yeah. Like he willed that team. He it looked like a championship win. It looked like you were watching someone play 2K as the Warriors, but in real life. Yeah. It's 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 one of those where it's just like a few games into that series, you're just watching and you're just every game, you're like, Man, I just watched a historic performance. And game after game, um, he did that. And so to me, that's what bumped him up where I'm like, all right, he is top 10 all time after what he did in the finals. And the biggest thing to me that has an argument for he can be higher is the fact that there is a very big aspect of the game that he is the best at ever. Mm-hmm. And it's not close. Like the number of shooting statistics that are just mind boggling with how good Steph Curry is. Like you think about in 2015, 16, he set the single season three point makes record with 406 something like that nobody else had ever made 300 in a season and he like he had the previous like four best seasons yeah. at like 270 something 280 260 something and then he hit 400 it's just ridiculous and now yeah. those other people have hit high volume of threes but like James Harden has had some 300 plus year three point makes but he's not like his he's shooting them at like eight to ten percent less efficient than Steph is. Even just um, watching Steph shoot is mind boggling. It's like, like when you watch clips of him just draining shots. Yeah. It's, he steps uh, over half court and legitimately every yeah. team is nervous. I had a picture of a stat in here um that I saved recently just because it like you'll see these stats about his shooting every now and then, and it just is like terrifying oh yeah consecutive games with a three-point make so just consecutive games where they make at least three in nba Mm -hmm. history um there's only three players that have done it in 100 consecutive games ever kyle corver did it 127 games in a row third place steph did it 157 games in a row and then he also now has currently done it 197 games in a row and this was like a few days ago yeah so it's just it's just ridiculous. And the number of stats that are like that. So that's certainly a good argument for him, but yeah, not, maybe not quite. Maybe if we, uh, if we keep doing this for the next five years, we revisit it and he's in there. Exactly. Who knows? He might, he very well could be, <laughs> but how do you, okay. So how do you, what do you think of my list? Well, we did this with the NFL quarterbacks. How would you, how would you rate my list out of 10? Uh, I give it like a seven, like okay. nothing. Everything you said, there's an argument to be made. Yeah, I think Kobe's too low. That's mm-hmm. the biggest qualm I'd have with your. I think. Is. I think. Would you say it was accurate my description prior that all five of my guys have a spot to be to have have a oh, reasonable yeah. argument to be on here that the it might you know discrepancies between where you have them ranked might be the bigger question. That that is a list that someone that has spent their life involved with the NBA covering the NBA could put together. You know what I mean? All right. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm happy with that. It's a good list. Sweet. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rank and Debate podcast. We really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did and you're watching on YouTube, please consider hitting the like button. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcasting service, please consider following the podcast, subscribing, whatever it is you do on that podcast service, and tell a friend about our podcast. It'd be really cool if we could get some more people listening to this, more people sharing their opinions on these lists. So if you have a friend that you think would like our podcast, feel free to send it over their way or just mention it to them. That would be really awesome. Hope you have a great day. Come on.